Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Sampia on SAFM, weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. And we start off here 13 minutes after 3 o'clock. Professor Musakulu is now joining us on the line, cultural expert and also the founder of Indonza, ESC's think tank. The recent appointment of Reverend Tulasiv Zabutelezi as the new Prime Minister of the Zulu Nation has split public opinion in KwaZulu Natal and is likely to plunge the Zulu royal family into deeper turmoil. At uh, the centre of the controversy is how Butelezi was appointed by the Zulu King, Mrs. Zulu Kazulitini, and some are arguing that he is not the right person for the role as he is neither an Inkosi nor a member of the Zulu royal family. To give us a sense of what informs these tensions. Professor Musa Kulu now joining us on the line. Professor Kulu, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Um, has it always been a condition that the Prime Minister must be um, a member of the Royal Family or must be in Gosi before they are um, even shortlisted for that position? Uh, good afternoon, Aldrin and your listeners. <clears throat> yeah, no, history uh, shows that in the past, except for once, all Prime Ministers were in Gosi. It happened once when King Tinuzula was king, but then he was, for most of the time, he was in prison. So he couldn't appoint a, a, a prime minister. His mother became some kind of stand-in prime minister, and at some stage she was uh, she was um, assisted by a commoner, but not a complete commoner because he was coming from the Zwite Numano kingdom himself. But it has always been somebody with um, that kind of credentials. Why? Because... Um, you know, in terms of the structures and systems of the kingdom, the Amakosi are central to it, followed by the royal household, um, as well as Amabuto. Once you don't have representations from those structures in, in, in terms of tradition, then it becomes a problem. And I think when I, I talk to Contralesa, they seem also to think that other Amakosi, other kingdoms, from time to time, do, do face similar problems. And then on the issue of Ndunangulu being uh, coming from the royal household, it um, uh, historically um, maybe would have happened in the far past, but there's always a fair representation in the, in the royal council, uh, which must consist of traditional leaders, Amakosi, as well as members, senior members of the royal, royal family. At the moment, there's no such a council. And so the vacancy, the vacuum makes it sometimes. That's why when you find that every time the king makes an appointment, there's an outcry of some sort because there's no consultation. Yeah. What Was there a, a process that was going to be followed, that was going to be more transparent, I guess, and also that may have led to the appointment of somebody different? Well, let me start by saying, um, uh, uh, from our perspective as analysts, there was expectations generally that uh, the son of the late Prince Mangosudup would be the one that's um, um, appropriate because he's generally accepted. You know, uh, KZN is also a place of many uh, tensions, political tensions. So he's, he's accepted politically. Um, the, the prime minister is usually somebody that would be an advisor to the king. And there are always elements of either relationship um, as coming from the royal family or some kind of uh, friendship between the two. So in this case, it's not clear why Prince Zuzifa, Ingo Zuzifa, was not appointed because some people say 
up until the Friday before, it was known that he was going to be appointed. And then, of course, something else happened. So, so there's all sorts of uh, you know conspiracy theories moving around as to what, what might have happened. There is no process. It said that if he's taken from among Amakos, Amakos then they, they'll accept such a person because he understands the, the systems, the protocols of uh, traditional leadership and so on. If he is not, and he does not, it may become problematic in terms of how do they relate to him and how does everybody else relate to him. And what complicates matters with uh, uh, Mr. Tulasuzabtilez is that he is a high-profile member of the IFP and 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 two months before the king appointed him he was on TV endorsing seeming to be endorsing the IFP for the coming elections mm-hmm. and wishing them well to Yeah me. but he's a member of the IFP isn't he? Who? Um, this is Tula Siswe. I say he is a very 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 high ranking member yeah. of the IFP. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I'm I'm saying that as a result of those two incidences where the king was was heard endorsing the IFP, and then then go on to appoint somebody with such a high profile is seen, I think, in also in political circles, especially the ANC, as the king endorsing um, somebody from the IFP, maybe with a view to giving advantage to the IFP in the oncoming elections. Yeah, some of the interpretations are like that. Yeah, and outside the royal family, how does that then augur um, that you have um, a senior member of the IFP um, who is the prime minister of the Zulu nation, but also knowing that, of course, even the former prime minister of the Zulu nation was actually the founder of the IFP. Well, Mutilis was generally accepted because at the time he had been actually appointed in 1954, long before, some 20 years before the IFP was founded. So it found, the IFP found him already a traditional prime minister. Mm-hmm. It's a different case now, but I must say, uh, Aldrin, that there was generally a, a, no expectation that because of the unease, especially in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, uh, around the high political profile of Prince Mangosdubtelis, there was a general expectation that the next person to be appointed will not have these very high political um, um, uh, uh, you know, attachments around yeah. him. But then, of course, this is one of the things that you will find that it has divided the IFP people, or may, may I say sections of them, because they, don't, they also don't think the same, mm-hmm. um, are happy. But those that were loyal to Prince Mangosoto Pteleze, don't seem to be very happy because they feel that maybe the household of Prince Mangosubi has been let down by this uh, overlook. The ANC, of course, is, <laughs> you can you can expect that they're quite unhappy, extremely so unhappy because um, uh, on the ground, uh, as yeah. I said, maybe they think that the king is giving high advantage to the IFP. Um, just a quick one, uh, Prof. Um, as in Donzai have have you guys looked into Ingwanyama Trust, um, the board of Ingwanyama Trust, and now that the king has said um, that he will be the chairperson of Ingwanyama Trust, but during an interview with the Newsroom Africa's Zianda Ngobo yesterday, the prime minister said, while the king would be the chairperson of the trust, he would not be accounting to parliament. Is there something that you have explored as in Donzai no, we have we have explored. Um, there is no way in which he cannot appoint uh, account to Parliament because 
uh, you must know these things are legislated uh, in, in terms of how they work. Um, um, uh, and I suspect this is what is going to happen, but maybe I shouldn't say it now. Uh, one day, uh, Reverend Tula will arrive to chair Ingonyama Trust on those bases, saying that he's sent by the king. But uh, there is no way he can be chairperson there and not account to the minister and to parliament because it's a public entity which is regulated by law and, and the behavior of uh, all chairpersons of boards in government entities is expected to be the same. So it will happen like that. But maybe they, 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 there's all sorts of interpretations that are not legislated. But yeah. when it comes to actually what happens, well, how it will happen, it will actually happen and regulated. We have looked into that and we came to a conclusion in some of our discussions that it could be problematic for the king to fully, um, you know, uh, take control of that role. Thank you so much for your time. Professor Musa Kulu, who's a cultural expert and founder of Indonza Yesizwe Think Tank.